Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast through a holistic virtual summit strategy. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, ladies. Welcome back to This Mama Means Business. Now, today's episode is something that's a little bit different. It's been a weird week for me. I contracted COVID for the second time, which was not fun, but I'm also in the middle of a launch for the summer planning school. And honestly, it's not going the way that I had hoped. I've had conversations with quite a few people that are ready to jump in, but the timing is just off, which I totally get, right? So I'm thinking about flipping it all on its head. But today I wanted to share with you part of an incredible live workshop that I did with the amazing Jessica Jovanovich, and it forms part of the Summit Planning School. We jumped on live to talk all about how to manifest your event results, but we ended up diving into way more than that. So I wanted to share with you a glimpse into this workshop where we talked all about the four question framework she uses to flip negative thinking, to flip thoughts that aren't serving us and what she recommends we do instead. This is gold. I have listened to this workshop now multiple times myself and each time I get something different from it. So I would like us to welcome together Jessica Jovanovich to the podcast. I will put all the links in the show notes so you can connect with her because we don't have the normal intro, but I hope you love having a glimpse inside one of these live workshops that I hosted as a part of the Summit Planning School, but more than that, a glimpse into what it could be like to manifest what you want in your life. Let's dive on into the episode. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm so excited to have this conversation with you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. This is so fun. And being able to chat about manifestation is one of my very favorite things in the whole world. Thanks. <laughs> I love it. In case people don't know you, can you just introduce yourself a little bit first before we jump onto the juicy stuff? Yes. Yeah. I'm a stranger on the internet. So <laughs> thank you for listening to me. So, so I'm less of a stranger, so we can become friends. My name is Jessica Jovanovich. And, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for over a decade, started in network marketing and was able to build that up pretty quickly. And that kind of brought people out of the woodwork wanting to know, how did you do that? What made all the difference? And whether it was someone who they'd been running their own business for a while and hadn't seen the results they wanted yet, or somebody else in network marketing. And so people were asking me these questions, kind of like, can I take you to lunch? Can you show me how you did that? And it was so great because it caused me to be really to pause and be really introspective to identify the difference makers. And I've had this happen a few times, right? So that happened with network marketing. And so then I started coaching network marketers and we would talk all about like the difference makers, which so much of it is what's going on internally. Soul checking your strategy, like what's your belief system? What's the energy behind the action you're taking? And so I built this coaching business, coaching network marketers. Well, then people were saying, Hey, how did you build that coaching business? I kind of want to know that, like, what are you doing online to do that? 
And so then I started coaching people. So my business has had lots of iterations, lots of pivots and additions, and you guys can probably relate, right? We're not always just one thing. Um, and so where I am now, I teach the strategy and soul combo to digital entrepreneurs. And so that brings to life the strategy. We know we got to do stuff. And then the soul component, which yes, that's mindset, but it's even deeper. It's the part where I felt like people weren't really understanding how it sets in. And that's the energetics. That's manifestation. How does manifesting work when we are also taking action. And so that's what I like to do. I like to bring it together so people can see kind of the missing component and implement it in their business and in their life and see the difference that it makes. Also, I should say this, I mama to three and I have a French bulldog. I live in Boise, Idaho in you know, the United States of America. I know we're in two different <laughs> countries right now and happily married to the love of my life. So <sighs> my favorite color is pink. So now we're, now we're all friends. Everybody tuning in. Now we're just besties by now. Oh, I love it so much. I love what you said about like matching the soul and the strategy. And I think that's why I've resonated with you so much. Like we've known each other for quite a while online and um, I've listened to you speak before. And I think for a lot of us, the strategy comes easy. High achieving women, we're down with the strategy. We know how to sit down and work and, and get the strategy done. But I guess the soul component, the energetics, the manifestation, the actual feeling, the being, the resting, the stopping, the slowing, the attracting, whew, that's really hard for me. And I'm sure it's so hard for a lot of other people out there and a lot of people joining us. So let's just jump on in. Do you want to explain, I'm going to let you take the floor, like what is manifestation? Where do we go? Where do we start? All the good stuff. Yeah, I think that that's such, a, I mean, I was exactly the same way. Like I can work hard. I love strategies. My brain goes that way naturally. And I'm not afraid of hard work. And I kind of thought you just have to do a lot of hard work and hustle. It takes a lot of grit and then that equals success. But that's an incomplete picture. That's not even true. Like people that work that way and have results, they still have to have energy that matches up. And so in my mind, though, I thought, oh, well, manifesting like that's the lazy man's route. That's the like, we're going to pretend that we're going to think happy thoughts and then everything's going to magically appear. So if that's something that you've thought, like you're in good company, and I, I invite you to remain open-minded here, because let's define manifestation. Manifestation just means the creation of life. So you're creating the next moment. The next moment doesn't exist yet. And so you could say, oh, yeah, I manifested this next moment. When you're sitting here listening to this, you're like, I manifested my attendance to the summit. Like you can claim it because we're just creating it. So people get hung up because they're like, well, I didn't mean to do that. Or no, I, I took action to get here to listen to it. I had to buy my laptop to view it. Like, we, yes, no one is saying you didn't. So manifesting, all it is, is just the creation of your life. But people do it, whether they are doing it intentionally or not, it's occurring. And so what's so powerful is understanding how to do it consciously and intentionally allows you to really be in the driver's seat, be in your power in your life and really harness your own inherent power that you have. So what manifestation is not, it's not sitting on your couch, eating bonbons, thinking happy thoughts, and the millions fall in your lap. So you may feel like such a relief from hearing that because it, it doesn't make sense that you just sit back and do nothing and then it happens. No, like a key part of manifestation is you showing up and doing your part. But then we have the law of attraction, which people, it's like the sexiest of the universal laws. There's actually a whole bunch of universal laws, but people learn the most about this one because it is the sexiest, but it just means that 
that which is like unto itself is drawn. Like attracts like. The energy I show up in is what I'm going to get back. So why this becomes so empowering is maybe you've been doing a lot of work, but if you take a look at what's my belief underneath it, what's the energy I'm showing up in? And if it's that of scarcity, if it's that of, I don't know if this is going to work, or I don't believe that anybody's going to want to listen to this, or I don't believe that people would want to come speak at my event. It doesn't matter how much work you do because your results are coming based on the energy that you're putting out. So all of a sudden, we're creating our life. And now if we realize how to do it intentionally, we can, instead of just trying to work harder and remedy it with something that's not the remedy, we can get to the root of it. And so that doesn't mean you're going to stop the action. You're just tweaking the belief underneath it, which opens you up to so much more possibility. And I love knowing the rules of the game that we're playing because then you can play to win. Mm, oh, I love that. I love that. So, okay, what would you say? And I know we're going to jump right in. You've got so much to share. But what do we? What would you say to the woman that is joining us that is like, well, yeah, I have to work hard and I've been, I've been in this place now for so long and I'm not getting the results that I want to get. But how do I change? How do I change the belief when it's so deep, right? It's so deep within us sometimes because we've been doing it that way for so long. Yeah, well, I think first of all, that's like incredible awareness because so many times people want to be like, bury their head in the sand and just say, I'm just going to keep working harder. I know that was like that for me for a long time or for a stretch where I thought if I can just like hustle more, I can stay like one step ahead of the truth, one step ahead of my life. I've also heard clients express it where they feel like they're just one step away from it finally working out. So they're they're just still running. Mm-hmm. But it's now what I call like dangling the carrot. When we don't look at what's going on internally, then we just we're taking a step and then it dangles and dangles and dangles <laughs> and we don't ever reach it. So frustrating, right? But yeah, that's a great point. Like what about the beliefs going on internally? And I do have written down here a, a limiting belief buster. And so we can start with that. And I would also love to share just kind of a framework of how to manifest. But this belief thing is a great place to start because Because if we realize that maybe we've had right now, you're hearing this and you're thinking, oh, well, I'm doing all the steps, but I'm not getting the results. So then we know something is wonky, right? So the results that we're getting is just direct correlation to our beliefs. So if you notice that, then it can be so daunting. Like, have you ever identified like, oh, you might be sitting here. Oh, no. If I'm not getting the results, then that's on me. That's awful. But it's actually really incredible too, because that's something you can do. You can do something about it. So let's like uh, go through this limiting belief buster, this thing that I take my clients through so that you can be here feeling a renewed sense of hope. So the first part of it is just to realize a belief is just a thought you've thought a whole bunch of times. When you hear that, doesn't it make like this big, very scary limiting belief that's been like crippling you all of a sudden be like, oh, So it's not concrete. Oh, I'm not doomed. Oh, I'm not stuck with it forever. I've just been thinking thoughts that reinforce it over and over and over again. That like, if you take a breath into that, and if you sink from your head, like you can logically understand that. But if you sink into your heart about it, you can sense that that alleviates immediately some of the pressure because you see how it's within your control. And so much of our life we spend, before we understand this work, we spend in the external. And then it's working backwards because we just dangle the carrot. We don't ever actually get there. It doesn't actually change until we change. So the first thing, a belief is just a thought. You thought a whole bunch of times. So people that have money blocks, that have blocks around your worthiness. If you're in self-sabotage, overthinker, perfectionism, like what are all those labels we put out there? That's okay. It's just a thought you've been reinforcing over and over. So then when we've identified, like what would be a limiting belief? Someone that's like, oh, I'm doing this and I'm not, you know, I've been in this pattern of belief for so long. Like what would be an example of something that maybe someone would have a limit around? So what about, am I even good enough to put this on? Am I even the expert? I think that's, we often question our expertise, right? So am I even the expert enough to to be doing this? 
I'm going to write that down so I remember it. It's kind of like in that category of like, who am I? You can always find someone that's more qualified, that's been doing it longer. Who? Why would anyone come to mind when, you know, she's doing it over there? And that like opens a whole can of worms. There's so much like room for healing there that would just be so fun to dive into. But to stay on task today... <laughs> um, I'm not even the expert. I'm not even the expert. Who am I to put on this event? So the first thing you're going to do is like, first of all, well done that you can identify this thought that has become a belief. Then you're going to ask yourself, is this true? And I'll tell you right away, like when you say, is this true? If this is a deep embedded belief, you're going to be like, hell yeah, it is. (laughs) Yep. I am not an expert. Who am I to be doing this? Okay. This is the second question. Is it true without a shadow of a doubt? And that's really where it begins to crack. Without a shadow of a doubt, like I'm assuming that the people here, you operate with integrity, you have honesty within yourself, you don't want to lie to yourself. And so you're going to have to say, without a shadow of a doubt, well, and then do you see how it cracks? I'm not even the expert. Like, is that true without a shadow of a doubt? And it starts to open up your way of thinking. So instead of being concreted into place, which we've said, this is true. Therefore, all of our thoughts are reinforcing this as true. And we're gathering evidence all day long, every day that this is true. All of a sudden it cracks. And, you know, our brains are just evidence seeking machines. That's why you can say any thought or any statement and your brain goes to work to validate it. You can play around with this, like something that feels very heavy. Like if this is like a real point to you of, you know, who am I? Or I'm not even the expert. I don't know enough yet. Like if that feels really heavy, you can also just play around with this concept with something lighter, like I don't look great in pink (laughs) or, uh, and then be like, well, is that true? Is it true without a shadow of doubt? Like something that's lighthearted. So you're going to just kind of let your mind think about this and journal it out. Like if this is a bigger thing, it's so great to journal. And my recommendation too, I was going to pick up my journal, but I only, I only have ones that are all bound together. If you have one that you can tear a page out, there's something about knowing that you can tear it out and burn it later that allows more of the truth to fall on the page. Because sometimes we identify a limit, but then we're scared of it because we know we don't want to have it. We know on some level it's holding us back. And so we don't want to get the ugliness out. We want to try to dance around. But this is an opportunity to purge because we're rewriting our story. So you're going to journal that out. Like without a shadow of a doubt, is this true? Well, no, no. The doozy of a question though comes with question number three. How could the opposite be just as true? Oh, so we've broken up with the truth of it. Now we're saying, how could the opposite be just as true? Talk about powerful, because then you're using your brain for your, you're leveraging the way it works for your good. It's going to go to work, gathering all that evidence of why you actually are the one to do this event and why you actually do have the skills and the know-how to put this on. And you're going to start thinking about those women that need your message. And you're going to recall these experiences in your life that brought you where you are today. You're going to have those things, you know, when you're like really clear and you're really in your vision and the tears kind of prick the back of your eyes, you're going to have that experience when you're writing it out and you're going to root back into your truth. And that is like the truth. that's not based on interpretation. It's not based on thoughts and belief. It's like, no, what do I know for sure? You you ground down into it. And you guys, can can you sense that? Mm. And if you're having a hard time sensing it, then drop from your head to your heart because this is learned through your heart space. So you're going to write that all out. How could the opposite be just as true? And then the last one is, what would my life be like without this belief? And you you get to just dream. You get to talk about like that version of you that's out there, like putting on this event, um, not letting this 
fear that you, you know, who are you to do this? Or I don't know enough yet. Like that's not even part of the equation anymore. And you get to show up with all your light in your power and knowing that that cleansing of what's going on internally just blesses the plant. So that, those are the four questions that would just immediately rewrite a belief system, even if you've had it your whole life. Oh, that's so powerful. And there's, as we've talked a little bit offline, there's so many places when it comes to planning an event or, or putting yourself out of your comfort zone, right? Where things like that come up. So knowing that practice, being able to recognize when you're having those beliefs, whether it is before you pitch speakers or whether you're about to promo it and you're a bit scared of what the numbers might look like or whatever part of the event planning process you might be at, recognizing that, sitting down, doing that practice would then put you in such a powerful, more confident place to then get even better results. Like, Oh, yes, that's so exciting. That's the thing where I'm so passionate too about combining the the strategy and the soul. That's why my mm-hmm. brand is strategy and soul. Because people like I think that people naturally like are in one camp or the other and your strength may be strategy and that doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. Like teach your strength or it might be more in the soul category. Nothing wrong with you. Teach your strength. But as far as the practice in our own life, it requires both. It, it requires, and it's not like I'm in strategy and then I'm in soul. It requires the the intersection, this fluidity, the, I get to encompass all of that. And yeah, certainly there's going to be moments where you're more in the the soul, the feminine, and, and more in the other times when you're more in the doing, but it's like, it's not shutting off one to accomplish the other. And what's so powerful about that is like, you're going through the checklist of what you need to do to put on an event, like even down to like, okay, I've got to have the registration page created and then the automations. And then I'm going to add this upsell. And then I'm going to put in this little thing. Like we know there's like a million and one things that our minds get to keep track of and that we have to outsource and teach and whatever. But even within that, if we cut off from the soul, then we are doing ourselves a disservice. But if we're in this place of like this embodied state, Mm -hmm. then we get that awareness so much more clearly and quickly of like, Ooh, interesting. When I, when I went to go put that registration page out, like, what was that disbelief that came up? What was that kind of like, and we get to get curious. We don't have to judge ourselves. It's not about being perfect. It's about saying, Oh, I'm doing something bigger. And so naturally that unveils part of me that's ready to be healed. Mm. that unveils a belief system that used to serve me in the past and was trying to keep me safe. That's no longer working. It's creating this wonkiness, but then we get to go in and clean it up. It it amplifies it when we ignore it. Oh my goodness. A hundred percent. And everyone joining knows this story, but when I put on my second summit, um, it was very much that I ignored everything else. I hustled. I believe that if I followed the strategy and I worked hard and I get the results and when the results didn't come in, I went into this spiral and it took me stepping back you know, evaluating what was going on. How is this feeling? Who am I being? How do I want to show up? What am I really doing this for? And coming all the way back to the why of the event, like you said before, like the the woman that needs this, the woman that might be on the bathroom floor crying because she doesn't know how to be a mom and run a business, like going right back to the real reason why I wanted to put the event on and almost letting go of the strategy side and, and falling back into that to bring it all back into perspective. Oh, which I, so I just love everything that we're talking about because I think it's just so powerful to have both components when we're doing something like this. And it's such a journey of personal development as well. Isn't that like owning a business, right? It's like, you know, you're developing your own personal strengths and healing parts of yourself that you didn't even know needed healing whilst you're creating something for our, for our business, which is just wild. Well, and what a beautiful experience to have. And I think everyone can relate to that 
whether it's in this type of business or something in life, because this journey of life is about expansion. It's this ongoing evolution of self. And when we choose into, you know, entrepreneurship, when we choose into even these different roles, there's inevitable expansion. And we get a choice of stay in our comfort zone, stay small, stay, stay safe, don't be seen. And that comes with it its own misery, right? Or we have that uncomfortable, I am growing and expanding and stretching, but that comes with it also, like you can make that choice. You can make that choice. And I think that people that are here have already made that choice. Like, yes, I choose the expansion. I'm getting clear on my message. I have to get it out there. I don't want to get to the end of my life and think, I wish I would have done that. But so then it's like, what do we do in those moments? And it is always, it's nice to have that reminder that everybody's going through it. Mm -hmm. Everybody, like I've done this for over a decade and still like even just yesterday on Instagram, I was talking about my process with like a new program and how I'm like writing it out and also like pausing to reflect on limits and like crying things out a little bit and then realizing like, oh, this is, I can have some freedom through forgiveness over here and I can have some healing here. And it's not things that are like really big and heavy that I'm walking around with. Like I've had that at certain times in my life. These are more subtle things and it's just this coolest opportunity to say yes. And so I think that that's good to hear that our vision, anchoring into our vision helps us see like why we're even doing this and also putting into context of like, what's the alternative? It's closing your mouth and not getting your mission to come to fruition. And and I don't think that that's really the option that we want to opt for either. So it's so powerful to know everybody that's opting into the growth is experiencing the same thing. And it's great to have like the the hope, the faith through it because it's all unfolding beautifully. Oh my goodness. What did you think about that? I am obsessed with Jessica, but I'm also obsessed with all things manifestation and reframing, right? I naturally work so well in the masculine, in the strategy, and I need more of this feminine energy in my life. So I am so privileged to have brought that to your earbuds today. Now I have two things to quickly tell you about. If you are interested in the Summit Planning School, come and sign up and join me. It's a live coaching program where we plan and execute a holistic virtual event that feels as good as it looks, that grows your email list and your audience fast. What that means is when you grow your email list, you also in turn grow your revenue. So come and join me over at kyliekelly.com slash summit planning school if you're interested. If you're not ready to do such a big event, I also have a new membership that I am launching called the Spotlight Club. In the Spotlight Club, we talk all things visibility. We talk private podcast lead magnets. We talk summits. We talk bundles. We talk freebie swaps. We cover monthly themes where we talk about all kinds of lead generating collaborations, right? I have templates, I have guides, I have step-by-step on what you need to do, as well as monthly calls, a Q&A Voxer thread. It is a place to be. And at the moment, it's just $19 a month for the first 20 people that sign up. So it's founders pricing. The link is in the show notes if you want to be one of the 20. All right, that is all from me. We are back to our regular content next week, two episodes, one on Tuesday, one on Friday. I cannot wait to see you then. All right. Bye for now. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor if you would leave me a review. Head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much.
show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay, bye for now. Thank you.